Good morning to everybody. Bezras Hashem Yisbarach. We're up to Fashir number 52. Okay, today we're learning Rafu Shalema Avraham Tzvi Ben Fega. Shetaka Hever Rafu Shalema B'Seich Shar Chayle Yisrael. Again, anybody has in mind Rafu Shalema or Le'ili Nishmas, feel free to give me a call, WhatsApp me, text me. We'll be gladly, we'll be glad to put it up on this year. Okay, going right ahead, we started talking yesterday about the Dover Gush, the hard side item, and we spoke about the difference as between as between the Dover Gush and a liquid, why we move it from one cleat to another, from one vessel to another, why you would have be a difference in halacha, whereby the, the liquid changes and whereby the Dover Gush has a din in general that stays the same as a Kli Rishain. So I want to start going through um, all the different various cases that are mutter, and then uh, first we'll start with those that are usr, and then we'll go to all those various cases that are actually mutter and see how it works in Alacha. So the Sefer Klalem brings um, an interesting case. One has a hot piece of meat on his plate, or he might have a hot piece of fish on his plate uh, coming off of a Kli Rishain. So to put, go ahead and put lemon juice, which is not cooked, onto that, let's say, a piece of fish. Sometimes people want to put lemon juice. Lemon juice that's not cooked would be a problem. One has to be careful not to do that. Um, also, one wants to put oil onto the meat or onto the fish. Also, uncooked oil would also be a shila, a problem on Shabbos. Again, as long as the piece of fish, fi- fish piece of meat is above Yatzaladisbay. Now, as far as a chalant goes, um, you have a couple of types of chalant. When it comes to a dava gush, we're going to be talking about the more dry side type of chalant uh, with the potatoes and barley. You have other types of chalants that are very watery, which would have a din of a davalach. But when you have the dry side, the dry type of chalant with the potatoes and barley, um, very clumpy, so then taka, and it's very hot, putting it onto a plate, one has to be careful, he shouldn't have any salad. For example, sometimes people have salad on their plate, um, raw vegetables that are like, so putting the chalant straight onto that, that's very hot, would also be a problem. Also, when the chalant is on his plate itself, to be careful, some people like to put salad or the some sort of... Um, vegetables on top, raw vegetables on top of the chalant. Also, one should be careful not to do that on Shabbos either, as long as this dry chalant or any other dry davagush is above Yatzalah Despai. And like we said, it would, with the davagush, it would not make a difference whether he's putting into the klisheni um, or into a klishlishi. Also, as long as it's above Yatzalah Despai, it would be usher. Just some more um, examples of a davagush. The Sefer Lama Tespalachas brings down, just to give us a better idea, um, you have rice, a davagush, farful, the thick cholent, like we said, we have tzimis, all these types of foods that are thick and clumpy, solid or semi-solid, will, would all be a davagush. Now we have to keep in mind, but the evid, if somebody did do this in all these cases, um, somebody didn't know, for example, they did put spices, uncooked spices, into their davagush, into their clump, you know, dry side food, cholent or the like, or they put, they did put the piece of onion on the meat or, or anything else, uh, like with the salad on the chalant or the like, in the mice, but the ever the food could be eaten uh, because we mentioned it is a machlaikis. Again, one shouldn't do it if it was done, but the ever the food is definitely able to be eaten on Shabbos and w- it would not make it usher. The Shulchan Aruch actually mentioned Yud Ches. If your test brings out an interesting case, one has a piece of meat, like we see today sometimes the barbecue-style meat um, on the stick or the like, one wants to rub oil or garlic onto that meat, says the Shulchan Aruch, that would also be us to do. And the Mishabura brings out, of course, also, even if one moves it into a klisheni. 
And the Mishabura doesn't talk about Kalish Lishi, but as we've discussed in the past, it, even moving it onto a Kalish Lishi, as long as this piece of meat is like piece of chicken or the like, uh, is above Yatsa by rubbing oil or garlic onto that would also be a problem of Bishel. Now, the Mishabura does talk a mention, interesting, that the Eved, um, after the fact, if the person smeared the garlic, this raw garlic or uncooked oil, onto the piece of meat before it went on to a klisheni, in other words, right next to the fire, or in the klirishon or the like, then taka the food will be also to eat, at least mevashal uh, klipa, the outer shell would have to be taken off, that would taka be a problem to eat even Bidyevid. It's only over there where we say what once it was put onto a klisheni or a klishlishi, and then somebody smeared on the garlic and the oil and he didn't know. So then there's a machlaikis will say Bidyevid the food could be eaten. But once it's done, if it's done in a klirisha and it's like any other klirisha and by a liquid and thereby would be it's a real problem of Bishal and Lakuliyama and that would be making that would be make make tak the food also to eat. But the Evid says the Mishabura. And the same thing would talk apply with any other piece of meat. If somebody puts it on his fork, for example, taking it out of, you know, it takes a cutlet for or the like, a very hot piece of meat or cutlet or something like that, out of a klirishon, um, and it's hot, it's above Yatzalah, this but it's very hot, and he goes ahead and he wants to smear or put some of these uncooked things onto it, you're running into a real problem before it actually hits the klisheni. Then we don't have all the other poskim to rely on, whereby the Yevadu will be okay, and that's a real bishal the kulialmas, and it will be also to be eaten the outer shell. So one has to be very, very careful um, before it's actually put into a klisheni bechlal. Okay, now let's talk a minute about the flip side. We spoke about the davagush, putting things onto the davagush. What about you take this piece of meat, this hot piece of meat, this davagush, and you put it into liquids, into cold liquids? How would that, what effect would that have actually in halacha? Do we say that the liquids cool down the piece of meat, or do we say that the piece of meat heat up the liquids around it? So the Mishabura in um, Sifkat 9 Ches gives us that answer, and he says, to put a hot piece of meat, the Seich Reutev, into some sort of liquid, Reutev, cold liquid, would be also to do why, says the Mishabura, the Kevin She'enoi Misariv, Mivashal Kadei Klipa. Since it does not mix, like we said, the liquids mix together, over here it's put in, the clump is put in, the piece of meat is put in, it's Mivashal Kadei Klipa, it cooks the outer shell and all the water and liquid that's around it. So it's doima to a kli rishain, le'irei kli rishain. So now the Mishabura in the Sharat Sian actually brings down that even if the liquids were once cooked, even liquids once cooked now cool down, one should not put in hot, a hot dover gush. So for example, somebody has a soup and it cooled down to room temperature, not netzdan and legamre, uh, um, not shaloy netzdan and legamre like the Ramah, but it cooled down to room temperature, whereby cook reheating it would be a problem of bishel. Says the Mishabrua going ahead, putting a hot piece of meat or putting some hot potatoes into this lukewarm or room temperature soup to warm it up would be a problem and one should not do it. Again, if somebody didn't know, somebody did do it, says the Mishabura, but the Evid, it's definitely okay to eat the food afterwards, but one should be careful putting a davagush into uh, room temperature liquids, even once cooked before, should not be done. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Hatzalachim, bracha, kol